everybody, I am Kevin from The Real Movie Guys, and you are watching The Real Review, a series where we review and discuss all your favorite movies. On today's episode, we'll be taking a look at The Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It. The Warrens investigate a murder that may be linked to a demonic possession. Franchise fatigue is a very real thing, and The Conjuring series is slowly approaching that point. With various spin-offs featuring the demonic doll Annabelle, The Nun, and The Curse of La Llorona, this marks only the third film in The Conjuring named continuity. Overall, these films are a mixed bag, but the one thing fans of this shared universe have always been able to count on were the core Conjuring films delivering on scares and quality. In an effort to shake up this series, The Conjuring 3 tries something new, and while it may be extremely lacking in the scare department, the film was still a good time carried by its endearing leads, strong visuals, and intriguing story direction. One of the strongest aspects of this franchise of films is the chemistry between Ed and Lorraine Warren, and I'm glad to report that continues to be the case here. If it wasn't for the performance of Patrick Wilson as Ed Warren and Vera Farminga as Lorraine Warren, most of this dialogue would have fallen completely flat. However, the relationship they have in this movie continues to feel genuine due to their natural chemistry with each other. Whether one is passing a glance at the other or one of them is in danger and you can see the pain in their partner's eyes, it just all comes across convincingly. The depths one would go for the other is genuinely touching, and if nothing else, that makes their story and hardships that much more engaging. Like the past two films, this movie does tend to lead more heavily on one lead over the other. Lorraine takes more of the center stage this time around, and her battle of the supernatural with the occultist in this film didn't disappoint, which is mostly due to actor Eugenie Bondurant's haunting performance as the occultist. While I will say she didn't have much dialogue in the film, she doesn't actually need it. Her silhouette alone is a thing of nightmares. Her slender and reserved look just radiates evil. There are some other beautifully dark elements in this film as well, all rendered in near-flawless CGI, but out of all of them, the presence of this occultist wins every time. Having this occultist angle in the film is going to divide fans, especially because she has no connection to the real-life story this film is based on. One of my gripes with the series is the continued usage of the based-on-true-events marketing. While yes, in the 80s there was a famous court case based on the events here, I would say about 10% of the film is about that, while the other 90% is completely made up to service a more exciting plot. This doesn't usually bother me, but when you claim that it's all based on true events, that left me to question scenes in a factual way that I probably wouldn't have even acknowledged otherwise. Maybe even more controversial than this film's artistic license on true events would have to be that the overall film just doesn't have compelling tension or scares. This movie begins with the exorcism of a young boy, and I will say that was probably the most exciting and terrifying the movie ever felt. Once again, the special effects were on point, feeling like a culmination of everything the series has given us so far as far as exorcism effects. The movie then calms down considerably and focuses on being more of a detective story focusing on the investigation aspects and letting the horror aspects become secondary. I think this will turn a lot of people off considering the track record of the previous films, but I do think that all this is done extremely well. I did find myself wondering about the mystery and trying to see how all this related. While the tension was never high, my intrigue was still there. I do think though, instead of going through this complete and tonal shift in storytelling, finding common ground between the scares and storytelling would have done nothing but benefit this film. Besides a few obviously placed jump scares, nothing ever really stood out as far as memorably scary. I still have scenes that play over and over in my head from the previous Conjuring films, but this one just didn't leave me with anything worth taking home. To build off that, more so than even the scares being missing from the film, the one key feeling that I always associate with the Conjuring films was terror, and that's just not here. James Wan has shifted directing duties to The Curse of La Llorona director Michael Chavez, and while he does his best to imitate Wan in terms of style and some interesting camera compositions, he can never capture the real looming terror of the past Conjuring films. In the previous films, there was an occasional 
occasionally a jump scare or two, but most of the time they felt earned due to the looming unease of never knowing when they would happen, because Juan would ingeniously subvert expectations and place the scares at the most unlikely time after painstaking buildup. Chavez attempts to do this at times, but ultimately falls into the more cliche jump scare route, not taking advantage of some of the creepy visuals he presents. I feel like he's afraid to be subtle when some scenes could really benefit from it, going the route of immediate payoff for a cheap jump scare. The film does have some incredibly effective and creepy contorting body horror, and some brilliantly constructed sequences using sound and distorted visuals, but without the overall atmosphere, it ends up feeling like more of the same from modern films. Call this an observation, but something that rubbed me the wrong way was two direct nods to famous movies. One was a scene reminiscent of The Exorcist, and the other was the composition of the ending being almost a remake of The Shining. Yes, nods and references can be fun, but these felt almost too campy and took me out of the experience. This series has built its own legacy and doesn't need to be cheeky and remind us of better movies. The Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It, took a big risk, and I applaud any film for shaking up the formula. Taking Ed and Lorraine out of the, as of now, a custom haunted house setting and putting them in road trip investigation mode has its advantages. The investigation is a great detour, but along the journey, the scares seem to have forgotten to go for the ride, which brings me to my final score. I'm going to give The Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It, a B-. The adventures of Ed and Lorraine Warren are controversial to say the least, but these documented cases have more than proven their worth in cinematic form. This is one of the rare cases where I could see these stories working in either a television or film format. The characters are just that engaging in their performance. If I could give some advice to the Conjuring creators, I would say take this misstep in the lack of scares as another opportunity to reinvent while keeping the series' terror roots intact, because next time you won't have the devil to blame if it goes off course. If you guys like what you've seen here today, consider giving this video a like and leaving your thoughts in the comments below. If you want to stay up to date with everything Real Movie Guys related, make sure to hit that subscribe button and check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And don't forget all you audio listeners at home, we are available on many podcasting platforms. Just search The Real Movie Guys, you should pop right up. Thank you again all so much for joining us on this episode of The Real Review. We are The Real Movie Guys. Real guys, real movies, real thoughts. Catch you next time.